Is Bitcoin being manipulated by evil forces? The United States has begun a criminal probe into price rigging. Google tries to woo Ethereum founder Vitalik Buterin for a top secret crypto project. And what country has replaced the U.S. dollar with their own cryptocurrency? Bitcoin Pizza Day took place this week, and hopefully you didn't spend 10,000 Bitcoin on two pizzas. We've got crypto news from Malta, Argentina, Norway, and Japan because we've got that international thing going on. It's around the world and back again with the latest blockchain, Bitcoin, and crypto news on this bad news episode number 131 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. I love how international we are, Mr. Jocom. We are Malta, Argentina, Norway, Aloha, Buenos Dias, Bonjour. All of them. All of the things. Ocean Ploho. Very nice. Very nice, Mr. Jocom. You know, we are listened to in 190 countries around the world by at least one person. That's right. And uh, Kim John is still not tuned in to our knowledge, but you know, once this the negotiations happen and he understands that freedom is better than being a despot, uh, mm-hmm. tyrant, then uh, maybe he'll start listening to bad crypto yeah. as well. Come on, little rocket man! I try to be your friend. Try all these rocket times, rocket man. Friend. Don't listen. Going to get Don't you. listen to bad crypto. Oh, yeah. What is the deal? Right. Uh, it's the podcast for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. Joel Com here, Travis right there, and you wherever you are. Welcome. Mm-hmm. We are those who describe the cryptos and teach the news. And this is the bad news episode where we talk about the news, not just bad news, good news, crypto news, things that are going on in the crypto world that you guys need to know about. I thought for a moment there you said bad nudes. I'm like, we don't bad want bad nudes. <laughs> we, don't we don't want any bad nudes. We don't want to see grandma. Oh, <laughs> this is not that type of show. Uh, great. Oh, feedback. the markets are sagging. Yeah. <laughs> great feedback from the uh, the first part of the top 10 crypto countdown where we went through um, crypto's 10 through six and part two of that is coming up here um shortly so stick around and by shortly we mean in a couple days or two or three a few some whenever it comes out next because we are on a plan we are on a plan we actually have a team shout out to the team um, to all y'all that help make this thing a reality, uh, Chris yeah. and Stephanie and and Will and Aaron and Aaron, there's d- double mm-hmm. Aaron um, mm-hmm. and, and Ryan, Mark and Ryan, and yeah. uh, who do we leave off? Did you say Matt? You said Mark. You said uh, yeah. do we need new names. George. What about Tony? Paul, Ringo. Louise. Thank you, Ringo. Thank you to George. Um, definitely uh, the Sandman and Han Solo. All right, let's do this. We've got lots of news to cover, and uh, away we go. And Bitcoin and the crypto markets in general have taken another slide this week, going down, going down, down. Currently, the market cap sitting at three hundred thirty-five billion. Bitcoin itself at seven thousand five hundred and fifty. Ethereum five ninety. 
Ripple, 62 cents, and Bcash, just over a thousand. Mm-hmm. So we did have back on May 9th, we had a high of looks like about 430, actually $452 billion on the 6th of May. And today we are sitting at what, $335 billion. So we've lost about $115 billion in market cap in, the, in about 10 days, uh, two weeks or so. And, you know, if you're in technical analysis, some people like Mr. Ronnie Moaz will say technical analysis is, is not you, it, it's not provable. It doesn't work very effectively. <laughs> uh, he says other things about it. He's not a big fan of technical analysis, but some of the people who I've seen who are good at technical analysis have predicted some of this stuff. And uh, Bitcoin, not a surprise if you listen to some of those, that Bitcoin is, uh, it's got to finish this little final, the fifth wave it's called, boom. So it's got to hit like 6,500, 6,000, something like that. Finish this down here, maybe even five grand. And then it's going to start popping back up. Apparently, but we shall see. I'm not sure. I am not a financial advisor. Yeah, this article on CCN says the correction can be attributed to three major factors. Uh, The Mt. Gox sell-off in early May, Bitfinex taxation policy, and scandal involving South Korea's two largest crypto exchanges, UpBit and BitThumb. Um, I don't know. I didn't even hear about that happening, but apparently... There's some uh, shenanigans that have taken place there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so there are different things. News can impact it, obviously. And crypto is this whole other beast, though. I mean, you think you can, you know, emotion is emotion. And when when markets have done certain patterns for, you know, hundreds of years, and, and the Japanese created these candlesticks, and basically, so wherever the high of the day was, wherever the low of the day was, wherever the open was, and wherever the close were, those are indicators of market and emotion. And a lot of times, crypto fits in with the same thing that's happened for hundreds of years in these markets. And sometimes it doesn't, right? And, and sometimes people are manipulating things that we don't even know. So with yeah. all of these high frequency trading devices and some of these whales that have a lot of crypto that they can move in and create these sell walls and buy walls. And I mean, there could be some stuff going on that we don't even know, Mr. Jokom. Well, this is actually the subject of a big story that just came out on Bloomberg and it says U S launches criminal probe into Bitcoin price manipulation. They are uh, looking to see if traders are manipulating the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies Mm -hmm. ratcheting up u.s scrutiny of red hot markets that critics say are rife with misconduct Mm. according to four people familiar with the matter they're talking about illegal stuff they're talking about illegal practices and here's what it claims it says it's focused on illegal practices that can influence prices like spoofing or flooding the market with fake orders to trick other traders into buying and selling uh, that's what they said is, is happening, and they ask not to be identified as they as they mentioned. But those are some of the things, and you know what? If you monitor that, like you can really see that if you're on a big exchange like GDAX, which as we'll mention later on in the show, uh, it's going through a change. But uh, you can see where these big buy walls come in, and it's like, oh wow, did did nine hundred thousand Bitcoin just enter the market? Like whoa, like whoa, there's somebody selling somebody selling five hundred thousand. Bitcoin right now or 80, it's it's amazing when those big numbers come in and then they go away or it doesn't look like they're traded. So there's something going on. Some people are doing some stuff. They're manipulating it. I'd love to see that cleaned up and I'd love to see it in a way that doesn't 
overregulate or destroy the space. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a- the Justice Department is looking into spoofing and wash trading. So spoofing is where a trader sends in a bunch of orders and cancels them once the price starts moving in the desired direction. Wash trades involve a cheater trading with herself it says in this article so apparently it's it's the crypto chicks that are doing this oh so evil false impression of market demand that lures others to dive into coin prosecutors are examining bitcoin and ether uh these anonymous personages said uh, they could have said themselves that's a that's right. a good word they could have used you mean where there's money there's people that are colluding I, you don't have to go far to just see telegram groups that are designed to attempt to move the prices of all right. coins. I uh-huh. mean, they couldn't, they couldn't do it with Bitcoin or Ethereum, I don't think. But, you know, it's easy to move low-volume altcoins and do pump and dumps. That's nothing new. So basically, they've taken these tried-and-true scam methods in the stock exchange, in futures and in equities, and even gold and silver market-type scams, they're applying those that have worked there and they're the things that they've done in penny stocks. Like, I don't know if you guys seen the Wolf of Wall Street or whatever, but there, there's some crazy stuff that was, be, that was going on there. And a lot of that same stuff is happening in the crypto space. And it's that high frequency trading, man, when you have these bots and stuff that's like, they're not even people that are trading. They're, they're programs and algorithms that are doing that stuff. Fake traders. By the way, this article has a picture of uh, the Winklevi here. And uh, hello, Gemini.com. We'd really like to get Cameron and Tyler here uh, on the show. And because uh, I know that they have a lot to say mm-hmm. about. Uh, we can about talk cred on Zuckerberg if you like. I mean, we can do any of that. It's good. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Coinbase. What do we got in Coinbase news? Yeah, so I just mentioned uh, with a little foreshadowing about GDAX. So Coinbase buys Paradex, and uh, they want to expand some of their crypto holdings. And from what I understand, it's a startup. It has around 10 employees. they got some company in New New York, Chicago, San Francisco. And their technology enables peer-to-peer trading of these ERC token, uh, tokens that are available on the Ethereum blockchain. And, you know, as you know, Coinbase is uh, basically Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ether, and Litecoin. It doesn't... Uh, do the, a lot of those other coins, but they've done very well by just trading those. So this is going to maybe allow them to expand. And I think from what I heard is that GDAX is going to be rolled into that. It's going to be called Coinbase Pro, that Ooh. area. So they're going to be doing some of that by the end of June, redesigning, uh, redesigning their site and doing some of that other stuff. So that should be pretty cool. It says the deal may add hundreds of new tokens because there's so many that are ERC-20 based, but puts onus on users. Like, keep your onus off me. I don't don't mm-hmm. be putting your onus on me. You should never whip out your onus. Don't put your onus or your anus on me. <laughs> <laughs> your onus, your anus, or any other thing that ends in S. All right. Uh, this is a story that uh, is pretty funny here. Looking forward to digging into this. There's our our buddy uh, Vitalik, and I say our buddy. We've actually never actually met We're him. Been friends with him. He's given away some Ethereum. I heard <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Veep. Can I call you Veep? You need to come on Bad Crypto, dude, because uh, we're fans. So what's this What's this all about here? So Google is trying to hire Vitalik for some secret uh, crypto project, and he tweeted it out. So it says, Google's following up with you. Hey, Vitalik, we hope you're doing well and enjoying the weekend. Google, maybe Google would make sense for you in now or the near future to come work with us. 
Uh, and then he just copied it, took a screenshot and said, should I go, should I drop Ethereum and go work for Google? <laughs> and then he has people to vote on it. Uh, 41% said yes. 59% said uh, no, that he should not take the job. Seriously, that dude is probably worth more than everybody at Google, except the main team that started Google. I mean, yeah. he's got, he's got to be worth several billion dollars at this point. Well, and he's knee deep in it right now. I mean, uh, he's working on implementation of proof of stake. We've talked about Casper. We've talked about mm-hmm. sharding. And uh, he does a lot of traveling and talks. And I cannot imagine that he would ever be happy working for uh, the evil empire. Right. Yeah. It's it's pretty funny to think that they, uh, they're just going to have some some Google recruiter reaching out. Or, you know what? It's like sometimes you have some... Maybe this person just like has no idea about crypto and the recruiter just reached out and said, hey, we've looked at your resume on LinkedIn. You look pretty interesting. We've heard of Ethereum. <laughs> yeah, you, you look like you might be fresh out of, you know, school and maybe want to learn a little yeah. bit about cryptos. Yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. Not, that is not going to happen. Hey, Vitalik, we'd like for you to come work for bad crypto. Yeah. We, 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 um, we, have, a, we have a role for you. We're going to create a blockchain if you like, but come work for us and quit yeah. that Ethereum stuff. I yeah, mean. We, we need help with bad coin. Uh, mm-hmm. So eight years ago yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and I guess it doesn't really matter when you're listening. It's in the past. Somebody bought two pizzas with Bitcoins now worth $82 million. Now we're looking at the not just somebody, pizza. Mr. Joel Kahn, but Laszlo. I don't know how to say, I've never known how to say his last name. Hanyez. Hamburger. H-A-N-Y-E-C-Z. That's not a normal letter combination, Mr. Jokom. Laszlo, I got. I got Laszlo, but not the Hanyez disease. Yeah, so Bitcoin was, you know, at the time, 10,000 Bitcoin was worth about 30 bucks. Uh, rumor has it that this is the first purchase of a product to ever be made with Bitcoin. And that's, that's it. Uh, this guy took um, the, the guy up on his offer to buy. Actually, here's the, the text. He <laughs> I love It's so funny to me. Talk forum. And he yeah. said, I'll pay 10,000 Bitcoins for a couple of pizzas, like maybe two large ones. So I have some left over for the next day. I like having leftover pizza to nibble on later. You can I like how he had to add that. It's like, cause yeah. I like extra pizza for the, the next day. Cause I like leftover pizza to nibble on later. I'm kind of wanting pizza myself right now. He says, you can make the pizza yourself and bring it to my house or order it for me from a delivery place. But what I'm aiming for is getting food delivered in exchange for Bitcoins where I don't have to order or prepare it myself. Kind of like ordering a breakfast platter at a hotel or something. They just bring you something to eat and you're happy. That pizza today would have been 80 Two million dollars for the order, or more than four million dollars a slice. That's a lot, but then you also think about it like this don't think about it like that. That oh my god, it was worth 82 million dollars. Oh my gosh, think about it like this if everybody who had Bitcoin, like Laszlo back in the day, hadn't done this and hadn't exchanged Bitcoins, hadn't exchanged services or food or money, any of that for Bitcoins, and hadn't done any of that. Nobody would have ever had any Bitcoin. Nobody would have ever got it distributed. I guarantee you that 10,000 is not all the Bitcoins he has. I'm pretty sure 
Laszlo Haney, yes, because is doing pretty good for himself. Let's, if he had 10,000 Bitcoins then, he still probably say, got a few now. Let's say he only had 10,000, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say he had 10,000. You're this guy. Knowing what you know now, do you wish you would have gone into a, an eight-year coma right before you, <laughs> you made that post? And woke? would you trade eight years of your life to wake up and have $80 million. Mm, he wouldn't because he's probably still has $80 million. No, I'm saying if he didn't have. If he didn't have, that's a hypothetical scenario. I'm, I'm saying if he hadn't done that, then maybe nobody would have ever really traded it because this was big news. He said 10,000 Bitcoin. For, that was big news. That was I remember reading that news and going, you know, wow. And then I think I mined some Bitcoin shortly thereafter. So I'm like, that was helpful for me. Why can't you get down with my hypotheticals, Mr. Travis, right? I'm normally yes, and, but I'm just saying, I see this and people always talk about that, but I'm like, I'm glad these guys distributed Bitcoins around because then more people have them. And that's good for us all. Most people's not going to have one. So you don't need to have, if everybody would have hodled, then there would be none none for any of us. So I'm glad they didn't hodl. The, uh, the Waz is back in the news again. He spoke to over 5,000 people in Vienna last week at the we are developers conference and uh, he says ethereum interests me because it can do things and because it is a platform he's mm-hmm. uh he's just he's a fan of crypto and bitcoin in general and uh, you know a guy like this this is a true futurist right building um you know a, a <coughs> computer in the garage you know with steve jobs by his side and mm-hmm. um i i, I way more likely to listen to these guys and somebody like Jamie Dimon or anybody with Goldman Sachs or anybody in the SEC or whatever. Well, I mean, if you think about the whole, you know, crypto world and you think about that, that, that quote by Steve Jobs, like here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, all those people that are trying to make the world a better place. that don't think, you know, that whole big quote that's out yeah. there. Um, that's what crypto is, man. It's full of those kinds of people. So I know that it seems to me that he resonates with those because he is one of those. He's one of those guys that that's that's he's he's a legend. You know what I mean? Like Steve Steve Wozniak is a legend, uh, of uh, a living legend, and especially in the tech world. And he sees it. He understands the. And I, I personally don't think Apple is is necessarily taking crypto all that seriously yet mm-hmm. because. I mean, here's the thing, Apple, everybody has a smartphone that you provide. And guess what? When other companies like HTC and uh, Huawei are creating blockchain enabled phones, and then you also have Siren Labs creating blockchain enabled phones, you better start thinking about crypto and blockchain, because if not, you're going to be just like Nokia whenever they got disrupted uh, by the iPhone, because people are going to be holding digital money. It has to be secure. And hopefully they find a way to put a wallet on there. You better think about what you're doing. Shut up. Better think, to, think about what you're trying to do to crypto. Here's the Wazzy quote. Bear. Uh, Rob Siltonen said it. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them disagree with them, glorify or vilify them about the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world 
are the ones who do. Ah, so good. It is. And that seems to me to be the crypto world. And I, I would wager that if Steve Jobs was around, they would he blockchain would be something that was on his mind because he knows that digital currency is what is happening next. And the smartphone companies that get the security right on crypto are going to win in the next 10 years. Security. It's what's for dinner. Okay, let's take a little trip around the world here and see some of the things that are happening internationally. The first story is the Marshall Islands have made their own cryptocurrency and done away completely with the U.S. dollar. The government signed the change into law, making the sovereign its new official cryptocurrency. Now, that is cool. Only 53,066 people population of the marshall islands but they kissed the u.s dollar bye-bye uh, bye-bye so the sovereign will be launched through an initial coin offering and there's going to be maybe 20 looks like 24 million tokens uh, as a precaution against inflation so they talked about this in may that's when or in march that's when the bill was signed into effect but uh, they still have you know whenever you do the bill and you do the law it still takes time to kind of get everything all ramped up but uh, that's what they're going to be doing one of the very first ones and they're not under sanctions by the UN or any part of that. And um, that's great that uh, the Marshall Islands are creating their world's first sovereign cryptocurrency. Mr. Joe Kump, who was it who said that on our show that once that happens, crypto is going to start being taken seriously and crypto is going to go boom? Who said that? Um, was it me? No, I think it was either maybe Alt Toucher or it was maybe. Ronnie Moaz said that on an episode, or McAfee, you know, somebody did. The Marshall Islands are the only place where it's cool to have martial law. Mm. Mm. That was serious. Yeah, they're <clears throat> dad okay. crypto. Uh, but they're not alone. Norway is saying the Norwegian Central Bank could develop its own cryptocurrency to ensure confidence in the monetary system. Wow. Another the one. We're just a bank might launch a crypto and i guess that's one of the the large institutions there hmm. that is it's, great it, it's the central bank of norway actually so yeah it's definitely a large institution so it's going to be a fiat it's going to be a fiat cryptocurrency that's not distributed not decentralized or not decentralized it's going to be a centralized uh it'll be interesting to see how these sovereign coins interact with other crypto coins around the world mm. yeah will will they play nice together uh, there's yeah. actually the story also says the uh, United Kingdom could soon launch its own cryptocurrency, according to reports from The Telegraph. The Bank of England is already investing in blockchain technology and investigating further uses with other central banks. So the queen, there's going to be a queen coin, maybe. Mm. She's, she's I don't see that. I didn't see that article. Well, yeah, nice. Oh, that's it's, pretty, actually, that's... It's, it's actually in the same one. Uh, oh, it's in the same one. Norway. Nice. But, I was uh, looking on the next one, on? talking about Argentina. Argentina yeah. now is using Bitcoin for cross-border payments. You know what? I mean, that to me is amazing because those transactions can happen immediately. When somebody says, hey, you owe me X amount of dollars, like, okay, what is it right now? Okay, boom, boom, I'll send it to you. But then, like, if you – like, I'll get it to you tomorrow. I'll pay you tomorrow. And the market goes down 10%. You pay on tomorrow. It actually ends up costing you more. You're like, no. So it's it's interesting with the volatility – of, of crypto hopefully the volatility eventually sort of 
you know, figures itself out and, and maybe the corruption or the manipulation that's happening goes away. But well, more companies, I, I don't more countries so. are coming on board. I mean, the corruption and, and manipulation in the stock markets haven't gone away. So I don't think mm-hmm. corruption and manipulation in crypto is going to go away. But that doesn't mean it can't go mainstream. Uh, the company is Bytex that is doing these. It's alternative to Swift. And, uh, you know, the benefits are that you can perform or receive international transfers account to account in less time with lower costs. Bam. That's, oh. that's it. That's what it's all about. Mm. Countries are talking about it, folks. How about Countries Malta? Around the What's world? happening in Malta? Malta looks beautiful, by the way. There's a great photo on mm-hmm. the um, on this website that shows like it's almost like a fortress, you know, city. And the uh, government of Malta published three new bills, which together create a regulatory framework <laughs> for cryptocurrency. Um, they're crypto friendly, and they've attracted two of the biggest crypto exchanges in the world to set up offices mm-hmm. there. And uh, this is uh, this is happening. Yeah, they're creating a cryptocurrency regulation framework. See, that's great. So now we're having these legitimate cryptocurrency businesses are going to be there in Malta. Uh, also, Gibraltar's doing good stuff. So Malta, Gibraltar, Malta, Gibraltar, like Malta, Gibraltar. Malta, yeah. Gibraltar. And I love it. I love right. it. North of the border uh, in Canada, here's a, a story that is not good. Um, this Canadian citizen, Louis Ong, was jailed in the U.S. for exchanging Bitcoin. What the heck happened here? How did this guy get targeted by Homeland Security? Mm. Don't know. Looks he like he posted an ad online to anonymously exchange Bitcoin for U.S. dollars, and he was convicted in a Seattle court on one mm. count of operating as an unlicensed money transmitter. Huh. Wow! Wow! Twenty days in prison, three years. Of oh, twenty days in prison—that's kind of a Canadian kind of offense. You're going to go for twenty days, Mike. Was feel really bad about it. <laughs> yeah, but not only that, um, he is not able to return to the U.S. He's got three years of supervised release, and he voluntarily forfeited one point one million in cash and Bitcoin to Homeland Security. Oh my goodness, that was not a good day. So do not be a unlicensed money transmitter. That is the moral of the story. Basically, we're just telling you to hodl. Just hold all your cryptos. Don't <laughs> sell it or trade it <clears throat> because uh, they might take you to jail, eh? For 20 days, you're going to get, you're going to, and the slap on the wrist. They're going to say, that was really bad, guys. You hosers. Uh, so this article here on CCN.com, ICO scams have raised more than a billion dollars claim this uh, report right here they analyzed 1415 tokens and 271 raised distinctive red Mm. flags were found with plagiarized documents in addition to having fake team listings or making claims which displayed all the characteristics of a deceptive ponzi scheme Mm. You know, what does that want? There's like an app called, is this plagiarized or something? Is is plagiarism, you know, a plagiarism, has this happened or whatever? Uh, I almost think that every new white paper should be like uploaded into some sort of uh, app of some sort that says that has read every other ICO and says, er, you're pulling in from this, from this and that, and then give you a composite score. I bet there would be an easy way to do that, to go through there and to, uh, I know there's a, a plagiarism engine of some sort where i like has this copy been used somewhere else but 
that would be awesome to be able to do analysis on those white papers and then come back and say, this is 46% of other people's content. And then you can maybe give you a nice little red flag. Right. This reminds me of um, the, the Zeppelin plagiarism suit that, that took place. There was uh, the guitarist for the band Spirit said that uh, key elements of the song Stairway to Heaven were plagiarized uh, by Led Zeppelin. Mm, and if you've heard them side by side, you really go, whoa, yep. I mean, yeah. I listened to them and I was like, yeah, I can hear a distinct. But then you then you also ask the question of like, well, it's not exactly the same. It's similar. But how come he couldn't have just heard something and go, ah, and then created something similar? It's not exactly right. the same. It wasn't a derivative. There's nothing new under the sun, <clears throat> right? It's, it's same old, mm-hmm. same old. Um, this is a story from Cointelegraph. A survey was um, created by the Finan- Financial Executives Research Foundation, or FERF. And they, they released a report. That sounds like one of your farts, Mr. Joel Com, on your iFart app. <laughs> Perf. <laughs> so the report was given to financial executives, and the survey said 30% of the respondents intended to commit resources to blockchain. How do you stop this train? You can't stop this train. All, all, just the stories we've talked about here on today's show of things happening all over the world. And, and there's still people out there going, it's a fad. It'll, it'll, it's going to zero. It'll never last. It will and never last, Mr. Joe Com. It is a fad. Scam. It is a scam. And you know what? Those are the same people who are saying it all the way up. And then it comes back down and they go, ha ha, see, we told you. And then it goes back up. And then and then the, it's this bubble. It's going to pop eventually. And then it goes back down a little bit. Ha ha, we told you. <clears throat> and then it goes back way higher than it was before. Oh, you know, it's up and down. Crypto goes up. Crypto goes down. Crypto there goes up. Crypto goes down. survey also uh, that was done recently. And in their survey, it said 77% of polled chief information officers have no interest in blockchain technology or and or action planned to investigate or develop it. Are you kidding me? A chief information officer, a CIO, has no interest in blockchain? You are a Cool. If you are many, one what of percentage of that? 70%. 77%. 77% say Ooh. that. Say that. I'll be looking for a new job soon. Right. <laughs> 77% gonna say, what hit me? What was that? How did I miss that? Wow. Uh, you know, there's been a um a surge recently of um privacy coins right now there's Zcash is getting to be heard more about in the news, Monero, and now we've got Bitcoin private which uh, john mcafee is a a big fan of btcp in fact he's made a number of predictions including bitcoin private going up like 10x and there's a story here on bitcoin.com about the privacy coin matrix have you seen this i have there's actually a link of this in our show notes where you can see all the different coins the privacy coins and on this, there's about, what is it, eh, about 20 different ones total that are on here currently, and it will show you, here's their homepage, their URL, uh, their Bitcoin Talk uh, announcement, their white link to their white paper, their Block Explorer, their GitHub, it will show you their uh, coin market cap list, who founded their company. It gives you a ton of information here, Mr. Jocom, on the blockchain, the Genesis date. Wow, it's very, very comprehensive. Yeah, so... 
we're going as more regulation comes into play, we're just going to see the rise of these privacy coins, right? For the people that are like, all right, you're going to regulate this, then I'm going underground. And the privacy coins are are designed specifically for that. So we'll have a link to the privacy coin matrix in the show notes for you to uh, to check out. And um, one more international story here. This one is from Japan, also on Cointelegraph.com. Major Japanese fintech company reveals plan to launch crypto exchange this year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder Very which way this train is moving. Mm. What a very day. interesting. What is it? Mm. Mm. What's for dinner? Mm. Hey, also one one other thing uh, internationally that is not news related, but uh, you do have just a few more days if you are in Australia and want to be our Australian bad crypto correspondent from down under. Uh, just uh, email us a three to five minute audio of you doing your version of the Aussie news. And uh, we're going to put a few of you on an episode and let people maybe choose which one they like the most. Yeah. Bad crypto podcast at gmail.com. Either send us a file with a three to five minute audition or upload it somewhere in the cloud and send us the link to that. Uh, one last story to cover here today. Cause I came across this on whalereports.com. <clears throat> this guy, his name is Bunchubets or Bunchubets. Uh, he he created the periodic table of crypto, which is, this is this is kind of fun. He made this cheat sheet to help follow the evolution and growth of the marketplace and the various projects within it. Mm. And this, this is kind of fun. I would like to see that, not how he had it set up, but like a little cleaner and then put that on a T-shirt. That would be really awesome. Clean the periodic it, it table of crypto would be a totally awesome shirt. Well, he's got, you know, in each of the boxes, there's the rank, there's the price at the time, there's the market cap, there's the ticker symbol, the project name. It looks like the periodic table of elements, only it's way more fun because it is the uh, cryptos. So something mm-hmm. fun for you guys to check out. There. I love that. I love it. I hate the fade he did on the border, though. In the so, show notes. Get your fades yeah. right. Now, we do our fades right. In fact, the Bad Crypto uh, original T-shirt by blockchain artist Veza is still available there's only 50 of them 50 never to be made again and they are cool looking go to badco.in forward slash vesa v-e-s-a to order one in your size there you go or a size of someone else or maybe you want to buy it for the size like i'm gonna lose weight i'm gonna buy it a size smaller and I'm going to fit that, in then you will never fit into it. <laughs> You'll just have this brand new shirt sitting on your on your dresser. Well, that's going to finish up the bad news for the week. And a lot of it was actually really good news. And mm-hmm. we hope that you guys enjoy the podcast. Please tell somebody about the show uh, or just grab their phone and subscribe on their behalf and they'll be they'll go in there later and they're like what is this i'm subscribed to bad crypto and then they're gonna listen and they're gonna be i don't know how that happened but i love this show it must be a sign from god Mm -hmm. and then when you take their phone and then immediately go to the review section and give it a five-star rating and (laughs) because apple seems to like that they're good with the that helps with the rankings and We, we like it too Mm-hmm. Or you could just say, Alexa, play the Bad Crypto Podcast. 
We've got an episode with Ronnie Moas coming up, as well as the second part of the top 10 cryptocurrency countdown that you're not going to want to miss. So you guys know what to do, right? Alexa, stop. (laughs) Alexa, stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.